Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, hello there and welcome to Food for Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> A podcast cat fest where a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about uh, sex, uh, identity, uh, culture. Uh, what we, <laughs> we are back in the studio. We love it. <laughs> what we like to read and who we like to read. Food for thought. It's 2022. May old acquaintance be for thought. Oh. Yeah. Old style oh, funny one. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, 2022. I think we should get our hopes up real high. <laughs> I think we should make huge yes. like predictions about yes. how well this year is going to go. I think this you? is our year. I this think is our, this is this our, is our year. year. Yeah. Yeah. We said that about the last two years, but I really do think that this well, one The thing is, is it can't one. possibly get worse, right? It can't yeah. get worse. It cannot. Yeah. All yeah. I know Where's is... Where's the wood? <laughs> I saw a meme. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme that was... 2022 is exciting until you realize that it's pronounced 2022. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> let me just go to bed and wait for 2023. Yeah. No, man. Uh, what do you think? Fran, yes. you have your fingers on the pulse of the culture. Yes, I do. What is in? What is it? What is new? I think 2022 will be the year of Roadhead. Um, <gasps> I think that for, we will be just bringing that back. You got a car. It's literally just, because, just because you got a car, and I really would love for someone to give me a roadhead because I haven't had it since high school. I've, mm. Oh my! God. I was just—I feel like I've had roadhead in every decade of my life. Well, this is my it, first time having a car. So. In, I was just gonna say, in New York City, it's in a zip car. It is yeah. a zip car head. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. You—you uh-huh. you, you never fail to be disgusting. Mm. Also, who hasn't sucked dick in the back of a yellow cab? Me. Really? No. You You have an Uber, though, girl. Yeah, you did. You're right. Don't forget about that lift ride, Mama. I consider consider a lift to be more classy. And you also consider that a tip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 it was a tip. It was a big tip, okay? (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, please actually tip your drivers. With actual money. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what yeah. else, Fred? What I else? Mean, what is it? Well, I mean, what is I it? don't know. I mean, NFTs. Boo. <laughs> 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 um, we can do another Rock episode chain. on that. Um, I don't know. I think, like, being bi is, like, very in for 2022. I, I think being gay is out for 2021. I've been doing all of these things all along. <laughs> you are... A trend, the trendsetter. <laughs> Listen, Joe, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I think Robert Pattinson's going to make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Joe did a literal spit take. Ew, ew. I forgot Ooh. that that is a person who exists. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I do, I do really do believe that being gay is out I, for 2021. Disgusting. It is actually like at this point, like, a, a bad personality trait to have. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, I would like to be bi-coastal. Ooh. Oh, me too. Being bi-coastal is in. It is in. We were all stuck at home in 2020 mm-hmm. and 2021. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the hope for 2022. In 2022, we bring a flight back. That's what we yeah. do. <laughs> please, God. Please, God. Please. We're bringing Delta the airline back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would like to bring Delta Airlines customer service back. <laughs> We're treated like, sorry to say it, prisoners. <laughs> like, oh my God, no. I'm sorry. This is, this is why you become an abolitionist, friend. Because you're like, I'm no human Airlines should be treated how service. Delta Airlines is treated. I'm me. obviously being facetious. Have you seen that that Twitter exchange of where um where Gaga tweets, uh, "Fame is a prison." Oh my <laughs> and God. Someone retweeted her, and she was like, "Um, prison is prison." Prison is actually. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> we have got to get out of here. Teams, can you start the intros, please? Oh, hello, Thoughty. So good to be back in the studio. I'm Tommy Teebs, Pico, Indigenous American poet, screenwriter, mm. TV writer, and it is beginning to feel a lot like pandemic season one in the sense that I've been doing a lot of Body by Amy and Tracy Anderson oh DVD workouts on YouTube yes, again. Yes. Oh, <laughs> wait, that's amazing. Have you have you introduced uh, the Jane Fonda um, exercise tapes if we're going to go that route? I haven't. Should I? I absolutely recommend it. I think they're available. I think you can buy like a big DVD package of them or something. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll put that into the mix. I, you, need, you, need, you need to switch it up a little bit on these muscles. You know what I mean? I'm Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer, and I don't know why everyone gives Mary a hard time for co-raising a dog with Jason on Selling Sunset. I think it's super cute. <laughs> I have got some resentment for you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Fran. I'm a writer. I'm an editor. And out for 2021 um, is inclusion. Just as a concept. <laughs> um, I do not want to be included. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I will be the ones including you. <laughs> if I want to. Hi everyone, I'm Den Michelle Norris and I'm a reader, a writer, and a former figure skater. And for 2022, I plan to have my back permanently arched through surgical intervention. <laughs> oh my, my god. That would be iconic. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost to get a sway back uh, surgery? Surgery. <laughs> I don't know, but we will be sharing links to my GoFundMe. Wow. Yeah, because this is not covered by insurance. <laughs> Gender affirming healthcare matters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god joe just give us the menu oh yeah so today our episode is all about resentment we start by swiping left on winter and to end we serve you a little fantasy take it away buck 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 beacock i'm feeling a little peckish uh i think we should get into our uh appetizer segment amuse boosh and to amuse our booshes is a me oh joe it's a me a mario take that out appropriation out. So take it out. all right we're playing a swipe game this is we're we're so happy to be back in the studio we want to just make some opinions about things okay first up traveling in covid times we half of us traveled to get here for this record how has it been ladies um, I mean, it's no secret that I have been kind of splitting my time between here and New York. Yes. I think that it is a calculated risk assessment 100%. that you have to make among your other risk assessments. So, yeah. you know, there's no way to avoid COVID exposure and also live your life, yes. which we should all do. Uh-huh. Um, And so it's like, 
I'm not going to go to the party, but I am going to get on that flight. Right. I'm not going to get on the flight, but I am going to go to the drag show. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of yeah. those different things that you sort out in your head. But how is the experience? Of traveling? Yes. Terrible. It's horrible. It's like third world, fourth world country <laughs> level travel like, oh, on any airline. It's just so horrible. <laughs> the, the, I mean, I am so happy to be vaccinated and to wear my mask. on. The, like, I feel great in my, like, KN95 on the – but, like, not taking – off my mask to for eight have hours. a sip of water no. in the dry ass airplane and like the person sitting next to you's mask is like falling down and there was a child next to me who mm. did not have a mask oh on my God, so and was too to young too. to be vaccinated and I'm just like freaking out for the entire time and not pleasant. Mm. I yeah. was, I got an, uh, the last time I went to New York, I got an, uh, a complimentary upgrade, which sometimes Ooh. happens when you're a Delta Silver Medallion <laughs> member. <laughs> um, not to brag. And so I was like so jazzed. I was like, oh my God, I first class I can't remember like when was the last time I ever got first class of any kind it was like the teensiest tiniest plane and not first class at all (laughs) no TVs slightly more legroom and all all I all it was was I was surrounded by wealthier children (laughs) that did not have masks who are are playing their fucking video games oh my god with the sound on the oh no the the sound on why why would you do that to raised right no maybe some people should be quarantined (laughs) (laughs) is what I'm saying I'm I have I've avoided travel this whole time so I don't even know what that life is like it's like it's hard it is it's, a, it's rough. I'm just gonna say I missed it, and it was actually for me really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> All of those same things. There was a child nearby who didn't have a mask. Um, you know they. You don't get the same treatment on Delta anymore right now, but they don't even give us meals. They don't, they don't give you meals. Yeah, on a oh, five hours flight, no, they're not meals giving you meals. Long gone, baby. Uh, we, I, I was getting is, meals all through 2019. That can't be legal. I just like I I don't understand. <laughs> I had what I'm to I had to for. buy a bistro box to eat. Like it was that's all the they bistro had. Bo- the nine dollar bistro box yes! that has like Oreos yes! and assorted nuts. I was like, yes, go ahead and give yes. me two wines as well. I think I still have the <laughs> yeah. Oreos in my bag, by the way. But I will say, I was just I didn't realize how much in 2019 I became used to um, traveling so much with all of us. And so for me, it was just really nice to feel like I was in motion again. And like, I'm not wanting to do it often, but for these things, Mm. I'm, it's fine. Whereas I was like, I can't believe we used to do this all the time. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That it is also such a mind fuck when like COVID intervenes and things that used to be normal. Speaking of traveling all together, two years ago we were on our tour. That's right. (gasps) Exactly. Literally months before lockdown. Yeah, and I remember exactly two years ago. I I remember us being in an airport, and I think it was JFK, and a guy had a mask on, and I was like, he's taking it too far. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. I remember. Feeling that so, I feel in hindsight. Mm. At oh, that point, God. I was like, "What's COVID?" <laughs> Anyways, okay, I believe up. we were playing a game. <laughs> swipe, <laughs> swipe left, winter. Swipe left, left. left. As I said it. before, winter is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but swipe right on really fabulous um, cashmere coats. Uh, swipe Co- right on the, the Lady Gaga fashion. and House of Gucci uh, at the Opry Ski Lounge. <laughs> swipe yeah, right on ski. finally being able to wear outerwear in Los Angeles. True. Oh, true, love true. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For, I mean, yeah. Let me just adjust my skims here. <laughs> 
uh, swipe right, swipe left on Fran being a car owner. <laughs> Let's talk about this. What is going on? What I kind don't know. of car? I want to know everything. It's it a is Jeep. A two-door Jeep Wrangler two-toot beep beep. <laughs> oh my God. How, is, how very queer as folk of you. It is the quintessential, like, I'm, I'm a Jeep gay now. Yeah. Like, that is, like, what's happening. I mean, I'm a Jeep bi now. Can we, <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't know if you can claim bi if you're driving a two-door Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> us, what was your thought process with this whole thing? Spell T-H-O-T. You know, um, honestly... Uh, I just haven't had a car. I've never owned a car, not a used car, not a new car. My parents never gave me a car. Like, I wasn't one of the... I feel like all my friends, like, their parents just gave them cars when they were in high school. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, absurd to me. I've saved so much money not having a car. I was like, I deserve to have a car now. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Honestly, it was... Uh, it, all it was was me being like, I have spent the last two plus years, um, the majority of the time in a in a five block radius. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And that's not how I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of Have you I been to the feeling. beach yet? Um, well, no, because I just got the car, but I will. Okay. I cannot wait to drive to the beach because I actually ugh. literally have not been to the beach since I've moved to LA. Yeah, me oh, neither. Oh my God. That's, that's yeah, how bad the beach is not. It's like expensive. But in the car, yeah. you're like, you pop over, you go a little late in the morning to avoid traffic. And yeah. you, the view when you, when you hit the one and you it's drive so under the bad. thing and you see the whole fucking ocean the in Santa Monica. So oh. Are you a good driver? <sighs> I actually shockingly am. <laughs> that is, I, I really am. I think that I make people nervous sometimes, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think I, you know, Do I don't you know, speed. No, I mean, I mean, within, I don't speed out of reason. No, okay. I, Do you know I, how to I, parallel I don't park. I just parallel park to, to, to be here wow. twice. Amazing. I had to wow. park and repark. Wow. That yeah. is. You are. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Now, do you know <laughs> no. how to drive a stick or is it an automatic? Absolutely not. I'm not. <laughs> All right, Wait, guys. raise your hand like, if you can drive straight. a stick. That's because that's could, just me. <laughs> we can ride yeah. a stick. I can't it's drive the curriculum for a stick? It is. It is. It is. I truly drove my mom's stick shift Subaru Forester for like a lot of years. Sexy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> All right, we're going to do some throwbacks because I just uh-huh. haven't heard our opinions on these in okay. a while and I want to know, are we still into group chats? Swipe right, swipe left, Ooh, group chats. okay. Um... Fran, it's like your favorite thing in the world, normally. You know, a person in my life imploded two of my very precious group chats. Oh, no! And so I don't have no. the group chats that I had at the beginning of last year How do you anymore. implode a group chat? I don't know, be a fucking oh, sociopath. Oh, <laughs> was the Fran, 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 going was around. the person you... <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? You have no real way of knowing. No one knows. No knows. Anyway, anybody else? Um, I want to say left, just because there are a couple of group chats in my life. Uh, not this one, but a couple of group chats in my life, and for for other work related things that have devolved into. You know when you see the person say this person has left the chat this person is <laughs> yes. like there's there mm. like it's it the conflict the tension is palpable oh, wow. people yeah. leaving chats coming back in and I'm like is this the mood for 2022 is this right. are, are the girls leaving it's the too, chat it's yeah. a little too much anyone that leaves the chat which is what happened to me I was like what <laughs> I was like are you 17 yeah. <laughs> it was so it's so confusing to me I find it wildly entertaining. I would have swiped left um, on group chats, but recently I've learned how to, someone has shown me how to mute them. Oh. <laughs> so is, I'm fine. <laughs> I do mute pretty much all my group chats. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. For my because group. otherwise the phone is just like, yeah. it's right. too much. It's too yeah. much. It's I too hide much. alerts for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have two more. 
podcasts. Swipe right, swipe left. Swipe left. I will stand before <laughs> fully interrupted. <laughs> Did not skip a beat, Miss Thing. I said what well, I said. <laughs> um, I will swipe right because I listen to podcasts more than any person I know. Wow. I like my if like you know the Spotify rap this year, it was like you've listened to 160,000 minutes of content. And, like, everyone else was, like, 9,000 or something yeah. like that. Um, and um, I don't know. I feel like uh, I will swipe left on the podcast, quote-unquote, in the Sex and the City reboot and just like that. Oh, that's Ooh. fair. Friend, how um, many new podcasts are you going to launch in 2022? Um, I don't know. How many is Teebs going to launch? <laughs> and, then I'll just, and then I'll just match it. Fair, fair. I will see. I will agree with you and say that podcast pop culture representation left just because like every mm. show every movie there's like a podcast character now yes. and mm-hmm. i find that to be a little overwhelming but like you i'm constantly listening to podcasts yeah. miss pat show maintenance phase you're wrong about i listen to everything all day and i think a part of it is that like i just don't like the silence yeah i don't right. want to be alone oh, with myself yeah wow. my therapist <laughs> my therapist literally has asked me many times to like not listen. I'm like, I'm gonna go on a four minute, uh, like a four minute walk to my coffee. Guess I'll curate the perfect playlist. To, you know what I mean? <laughs> Guess I'll listen to four minutes of this podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, she's like, you need to be alone with your thoughts, boo. <laughs> I was like, no. Swipe left on that. All right, last <laughs> up. Yeah. Swipe right, swipe left. Homophobia. What kind? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, I can't speak right? Is it like internalized homophobia or learned homophobia? <laughs> it's it's hating everyone in this room right now. <laughs> I mean, it's if, a swipe right if for me. Being gay is out for 2021. <laughs> yes. Homophobia is in Homophobia is in. Alright. Hmm. <laughs> Time we got to the meat of our discussion, the thought process film T H O T. T H O T. Oh my god, we're so insane! I know! <laughs> and uh, to serve our sausage McMuffin this morning, it's me, Tommy Team Spico. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about resentment. Mm. I have such righteous indignation against so many things. And of course, re- resentment is the righteous indignation against people like exes concepts like childhood mm-hmm. or uh acts like couples refusing to walk single file down the sidewalk fuck those people <laughs> yeah fuck mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and whether it's like a perceived slight or an actual slight i just find myself walking around with so many resentments yes. because yes. people there is a social contract we should know how to act and some people don't read that contract i don't get it so i'm curious my the first question that I have for y'all: What are you resenting these days? This is a free pass to complain about bullshit. I want to go first. I love Please. this prompt. It's <laughs> gonna be a three-hour podcast. And I, love you. <laughs> I so Joe, you know I love you. Yes. My number one resentment right now is dog owners. I'm sorry to everybody out there. I'm so sorry. I don't care about your dog. I don't. Have you met Max? No. Yes, I did. You did? Max was very scared. I have a very domineering presence around dogs. I'm the alpha bitch. But, but in the sense, okay, and here's why I've come to resent dog owners. And it isn't. I think I'm just confronted by them more in LA because as it is feeling pandemic season one, I've been getting into my daily walks again. And when you walk around in Los Angeles, there aren't pedestrians. There are dog walkers. 
Yes. People, mm-hmm. that's the only people you end up walking by are people walking their dogs. Because people in Los Angeles don't have personalities. They think having a dog is a personality. Yeah. True. They do. Oh. And the At amount, least they can take care of something. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. But the amount, I mean, oh God. Okay. Where do I start? First of all, don't let your dog go willy-nilly. I also have to be oh. on this sidewalk. Hate. Please just control that thing while I'm walking by. Put it on a leash. You know? The other thing, nobody fucking cleans up their dog shit. Yep. Nobody. It's disgusting. I've had to clean so much dog shit off of my shoes. <gasps> like, it's just, and I'm like, how, oh. And then there's like the whole like, oh, you know, you want to pet my dog? No, I don't want to pet your motherfucking dog. <laughs> it's a pandemic. <laughs> keep to yourself. So, <laughs> we've all decided to keep to ourselves. That's yes. the new look. That's new for 2022. But I, so my main resentment right now is dog walkers. And I think it is just because I'm confronted by them so often. And as, as soon as I see one on the sidewalk, I'm like, oh, this ignorant bitch <laughs> is about to get my bad side. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't listen to podcasts so much, you would, you know, be focusing on where you're walking and you wouldn't step in dog shit all the time. <laughs> or the other thing is when they're just on their phones and their dog's like running around oh. and like, you know, shitting or whatever. And it's like, I, I just don't. Yeah. And I think maybe it's also like so many people got dogs in quarantine. Yes. So they're just more of them and they're everywhere. And I'm so, it's just, it, it's, I can't get it out of my mind. Mm. What are y'all <laughs> resenting? I, okay. I actually resent cat owners. Oh. Um, to twist. Twist. I love dogs, but the thing is, when it comes to cats, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be the most important pussy in your life, number one. Whoa. <laughs> that was very good. She set that up there. That, that was so well done. That was so well done. So well done. Oh, my God. Thank you. I mean, thank you. And here's the other thing. I'm resentful of babies. Oh. Because babies have no anxiety. Fair. Well, they actually have a lot. I mean, they cry all the time. They cry all the time, but that's just because they need to be fed. I cry all the time when I'm hungry, too. (laughs) So that I can empathize with, but I know I resent babies. I... I What are y'all resenting? Well, I resent the neediness of small children. <laughs> Why they even need though, shit all even the time. I don't have one. <laughs> and I also basically am one. <laughs> like anything that takes anything that takes the attention off of me. Yes. No. Are you, are you saying you're into diaper play now? Oh my god. Are you wearing a diaper right now? Oh, I, I there's a story from for off of the record <laughs> excuse me <laughs> when, since when have you held back I know. I know. Oh I'm like God. terrified to know what that story is <laughs> if you can't even say it on mic because I, I have, I we've have, heard all the things you've said on mic sis I have been asked not to share this story publicly. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Uh, it's not only because, uh, it's not, it's only tangentially about me. But anyway, but in, in reality, I just have to say, it's 2022. I, I, I mean, this isn't that different from normal life. I deeply, deeply resent Fox News um, mm-hmm. or Fox Fiction, as I called them until I realized that was an insult to fiction. Uh-huh. I right. deeply <laughs> nice. resent the entire Republican Party and frankly, a lot of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. I deeply, deeply, deeply resent Jenny McCarthy because she is the reason that the term anti-vaxxer exists, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I I resent COVID-19 because of all the loss that people have mm-hmm. had. So, the, I mean, not to dwell on that, but, like, my normal sort of petty resentments that I have about, like, random things 
are kind of gone right now because we are still dealing with this situation. So I so can still be petty. That's sort of right. Back to this baby king. Um, <laughs> I was literally thinking the other day about how. It's just actually so wild that people literally have like baby fetishes and like, you know, have diapers and stuff, which is, I'm not king shaming, but, and how that's like not my zhuzh. However, the pregnancy zhuzh is hot to me. Oh, no. When guys are always like, oh, I'm going to make you put a pre- No. <laughs> that is hot. And I was like, well, <laughs> you can most certainly try <laughs> yes. oh, if you would like. Yes. Make, yeah, I no, love that's that. that's my responsibility. <laughs> no. A baby? No. You resent responsibility. Yes, I do. I deeply resent <laughs> well, that. Well, faggots love fucking toward impossibility. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. The rectum is a grave, as they Honestly, like to say. Honestly, that is Joe's next book. <laughs> fucking toward impossibility. Listen, we all need a goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, in a yeah. hole? In a goal in a hole. Yeah, Any no. hole is a goal, as they've said. <laughs> no, we have I hate monster. this place. <laughs> I, um, I'm going to make things very, very sad. And I don't want to say I resent this um, because I'm very grateful to also um, be able to do this. But um, I'm, I've just been so emotionally exhausted. And I realize that part of my emotional exhaustion comes from... Uh, everyone in my life and family, people I'm tangentially friends with, acquaintances with, whatever, everyone's COVID questions, which mm. I'm super grateful to be able to answer mm. and to be able to be like the person who's heard of PCR before 2020. Like that shit was, it's been my life for a long time. Mm. I know how PCR works and what type of tests is going to be the best for your situation and this and that. And again, this is not telling people to stop asking me questions because I'm, I love being a resource, a scientific resource for people in my community. But, bitch, I'm tired. I'm so exhausted of it. And I think that's what resentment can even mean. It's like, Mm -hmm. I I don't want it to change. But, um, you know, it's. I was thinking about how, like, a writer friend of mine at the beginning of the panty, his dad died. Mm. And I was trying to help him get his dead dad a COVID test. Mm. And it was, like, the most important thing in the world that I could possibly do. But, like, I was also, like... I was so present in his emotional experience of his dad's death. And like, Mm -hmm. that was a bummer. And like Mm -hmm. more recently, like someone was asking me questions about their mom's testing results. And I'm like, if I answer this question wrong, or if I'm not right, her mom could give everyone in her family COVID. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's just like, it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. To constantly think about. Yeah. And, and, and to be, you know, it's like so emotionally implicated and be like, uh, in everyone's stress about this thing that I'm of course stressed about too. So I'm just, Oh man, am I tired. And especially because you really do enjoy being a resource or mm-hmm. you you value mm-hmm. being a resource mm-hmm. and and sharing knowledge and mm-hmm. and 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 being generous and that's your first problem. Yeah. <laughs> like most that's lesbians, you, honey, not to victim blame, but I am. <laughs> like most Tiva wearing lesbians, your kink, your biggest kink is helping people. It is. My biggest kink is helping people, but in this time when we everyone needs so much help, I'm just I'm I'm depleted. I am exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are you resenting these days, Fran? You know, I've been noodling on this. Um, and the first thing that came to mind is a little hairy. Uh, it's kind of like seeing a new class of um, people assigned male at birth using social media and talking about being non-binary in a very, like... Um, I guess, like, authoritative way that just, like, noodles so much on, like, pronoun nonsense and, and like, I guess, like, I don't know, aggra- it, it just kind of aggrandizes their experience in a way that, like, I have always, like, I don't know, been ishy around. And I, I think I, you know, want to first say, like, nuancing this, like, I'm not 
justifying my resentment. It's something that creeps through because it obviously mm. has to do with me too and my own shit. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, like as we kind of like turned the corner of gender renaissances happening in everybody's lives, I think that we sometimes fail to recognize privilege that we hold when mm. we're socialized as gay men, a privilege that we hold based on our presentation, mm-hmm. privilege that we hold based on the other trans and gender non-conforming people in our lives mm-hmm. that don't have it as good as you do. Um, and I'm not really saying this about like all, like all, all non-binary people. They're just like specific people in, on my feeds, you know, where I'm like, what is going on here? And then how, and then on top of that, like how, Am I, how do I contribute to this? Yeah. Or like, how would someone perceive me? You know, mm-hmm. even though I don't really talk about pronouns or don't really t- even talk about being non-binary If we're much. going here to get fully canceled, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, no. I, f- I just feel like the first model of like non-binary quote-unquote activism was just becoming Instagram famous. And mm-hmm. it's like re- representation and visibility is important, but it is not the end goal. Yeah. And so I just wish that we would have a, a deeper conversation about what the end goal actually is and what liberation actually looks like. And it might not be doing a bubbly ad. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the (laughs) girl. Let's talk about that. (laughs) But like, here's the thing is that like, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, what we're talking about now, I wouldn't talk about on a public platform, right? Like we're in, I mean, this is literally a public platform, (laughs) but like, um, like I'm saying like, we're, this is like hermanas, like we're keying, like this is not being transcribed. Unfortunately, sorry. Like, like with we, this is not going to like, I think what I'm trying to say is like, I think intercommunal conversations about this specifically Mm -hmm. are really important because there's no resolute point. There's no right or wrong in my head um, or in, in a lot of ways. And so like, I think that it's a matter of taking responsibility and ownership for the space that you take up when you adopt this label, because as you said, there is a kind of opportunism that is really transparent in some of the people that, you know, enter into this space and we don't want to call it opportunism because we don't want to gatekeep, you know what I mean? Because that's hairy. Um, But it's also like, I mean, to pivoting, pivoting out of gender, like thinking about the fucking bachelor guy. What's his name? Colton something? Colton, Colton under, what's his, he sounds like the other Colton. There are many Coltons and he's one of them. (laughs) I don't know. There's a bachelor guy that came out. I never ever. got a TV show. Yeah. And he got a Netflix show. I never in my life would have heard of this person. If he did not come out of the closet and everyone comes to his aid being like, oh, my God, he's so brave. Oh, my God, this is so hard. And like people, when you throw shade, I didn't I didn't say anything about it. But people throwing shade, everyone's like, how dare you? It like costs him a lot in his career to do this This is a huge sacrifice. And I was like, no, it's not. He got a Netflix show. I was like, sis, it's not a sacrifice. This is an upgrade. Yeah. And we this is why being gay is out for 2021, because like there is now a, a version of your life, not in everybody's life, but there's now a version of gay life where you have more privilege than the average person. Mm. You 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 have more resources than the average person because you've like I don't know. I just I don't. I, I, I'm like rambling at this point. I haven't fully concretized all mm. the things that I'm stewing on, but I wonder if you think though that is that like a necessary frustration the. Um, and the engagement with it or the uh, like th- being in being in the stream or being in the feed, because I was thinking about how like my resentment of Twitter led me to delete it because I was so tired of mm-hmm. seeing this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. what you're talking about, but any like I started to resent how much social media had yeah. colonized my time, mm-hmm. you know, and like 
would not like uh, like and how so many people were having opinions about the opinions about the opinions yes. and not mm. about the source yeah and the source of whatever it was never engaged with it was just the the chatter yeah oh god yeah. i once i deleted i i thought it was going to be harder for me to do that because i engaged with the platform so yeah. much but once i deleted it i didn't have any of these conversations in my head and i actually felt better but i, I still wonder is it important or incumbent upon us to content to to be a part of the conversation. I really feel you were saying like, is this is this like necessary? Yeah. And like all resentment is unnecessary. You mm. know what I mean? Like mm. you I think their anger is necessary. I think passion is necessary. I think even like vengeance can be. But I don't think resentment. <laughs> That's so interesting. Because to me, I can't remember what <clears throat> fucking proverb this is. But like resentment is like swallowing the poison and expecting someone else to die. You know what ah! I mean? Like it really is sitting <laughs> yeah. in your own shit. Yeah. About something that has nothing to do with you. And the reason I personally wanted to talk about, you know, non-binary identity and what it has to do with resentment is because when I talk about resentment, I'm implicating myself yeah. as being a part of an ugly thing mm -hmm. because I hold all this like shit and, you know, resentment and stuff like that's not a, a, a helpful mm. thing to feel. It's not really getting me anywhere. Um, and more often than not, it has to do with what we don't have, the opportunities 100%. we don't have, the, you know, the, the uh, you know, just the, the access we don't have because yeah. we're looking at things that do have that or, or whatever. So I, I feel like resentment to me is is unavoidable. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think of uh, I've been thinking a lot and talking with some of the writers about like what what writers I resent or uh, where where people's success makes me angry. And I get that feeling, that stewing feeling of, mm. of resentment. And for me, it's only people who have who are like bullies or have treated me poorly or who I think are total. Hack. I mean, there's it takes a certain. But I I don't think I can make that feeling go away. I don't think it's possible to never feel resentment. No, no, no. It's I don't think so. either. It's, it's definitely like I'm I mute. A lot of people, I try to keep it out of my my line of sight, but it's also about just sort of accepting, like, I'm going to feel this way and not being mad at myself for it and letting it pass through. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and the word is re-sent. Yeah. You were sent again. You know yeah. what I mean? Because <laughs> you got sent, sent and then you I sent again. Sent it again. I really, I, I mean, honestly... Just as you're saying, I I agree. I to me like resentment and like the things attached to it are like one of the things that are like the the harder things to work through in yeah. therapy. But like I think you know our queen Katya Zamolochikova did once say <laughs> that expectations are premeditated resentments. A hundred percent. And how yeah. in my own life, one of my biggest obstacles is like understanding that. I've had expectations for things that I didn't even know were there yeah. and they ruin my experience mm -hmm. of so much yeah. because it's not what I wanted. Yeah. Yet no one knew what I wanted. There's no one who was responsible for giving me what I want. Yeah, like Alex right. Chi says that pain is information and exactly. so is resentment. Resentment can point you to things that you didn't know that you wanted, but you're mm -hmm. upset that you don't have. It's I think like every feeling, it's important, not, or every negative feeling, it's important not to dwell on it and yeah. sit in it, but it's also important not to just let it pass through without interrogating like sure. why do I feel this way about yeah. this person like is it because they're a bully and I'm triggered by bullies or is it because they're more successful yeah they got something I, I didn't they got something I didn't and, and if that can help identify what it is you want and then ask yourself well is that thing that I want a healthy thing to want is mm -hmm. it a good ambition is it that I want um, you know to find a lot of readers for my work or is it that they got a glowing review in the New York Times which is a dumb fucking mm -hmm. meaningless thing that I I want and I maybe should. So 
in in December, right before the holidays, I went over to my friend's apartment and we it was the first time that I watched Single All the Way. And as we were queuing it up, the the Netflix show that Colton You watched is it more on, than once, Dan? I watched it five times. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed. Cool, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Um, I was not expecting that. I just had a fresh it's, wave it's, of resentment. Let me just, <laughs> we will wring my hands. Uh. <laughs> we, will, we will go there. But the, the Colton's show came up, mm. and I hadn't even realized it was on TV yet because that is who I really am. And my friend was like, "How do you feel about this person and like this whole thing?" And I was like, "Listen, I all I think is that there are probably people in the world." Um, for whom this is like really, really informative and exactly. useful, and th- and and that's the only space I give it. There's no, there's no room to give it any other consideration. And I think that it's not that we can control our feelings or or where they are, but we can. For me, when it comes to resentment, we can. I can control sort of how I how I lean in or don't lean into I it. I feel like you don't mm. resent anything. <laughs> I feel like you just let every. You're like, yeah, Whatever. you do kind of float through life in it's, a really beautiful way. It is. There's there's a conscious choice to sort of do that because leaning into resentment for me doesn't serve me in any way. Mm. There, it doesn't move me forward. It doesn't motivate me. Um, all it does is make me feel guilty for resenting someone who probably in their mind feels that they've worked very hard and earned if, it, if it's someone who's gotten something that maybe I haven't gotten. And I also think that um, I grew up in a context in which... There are certainly plenty of Black people who resent plenty of things, but I grew up understanding that, you know, I got the same adage, you have to be twice as good to get half as far. And so it was this idea that, like, no matter how hard you work and no matter how entitled you think you are to anything, it may not work out. And that's just Mm -hmm. the world that we live in. And Mm -hmm. then on top of that, growing up in figure skating and classical music where so much of what you're doing, like, you work so hard and you're so focused, but so much of it is judged subjectively Mm -hmm. that, like, you don't ever go in. It's not a thing. Mm -hmm. It's not like running a race and being the winner and you're the clear winner. Mm -hmm. So I've just always had this understanding that like leaning into those feelings, they're going, they're going to happen. But, but if I can just let them go, I will be in a better position and be much closer to achieving whatever goal I want if I can just let them go. And at this point in my life, I've been doing this for so long that it's generally not difficult. I'm not going to say I'm never jealous of someone and I'm not going to say that I never have resentment, but it's more, again, when we were talking about COVID, like those are things that I cannot control and so many people can. And so for me, it's better to resent that kind of situation Mm -hmm. um, than it is, you know, this person got a book deal before me or Mm -hmm. this person got the review in the New York Times and I didn't. I just like, Mm -hmm. like, who said I was going to get that? So, exactly. mm-hmm. you know. That's quite zen, Den. <laughs> zen, Den. Zen, Den. Den. Yeah. zen, Den. Anybody? Anybody? It's <laughs> my new celebrity. Oh, that's right, girl. <laughs> I mean, what I, the other thing I wanted to ask was, is there anything that you resent that you wish you did not? Mm. And my light example is, I'm a jumpy bitch and mm. I genuinely resent that about my body. Like mm. yesterday, like I was showering and a shampoo bottle fell behind me and I thought I died. I was like, <laughs> fuck you shampoo. <laughs> We're supposed to be on the same side. But my, my other one is like Los Angeles. Oh. And I, I, I real, and I think the resentment started when I realized I wasn't moving back to New York mm. because I've, I'm in a new industry and that industry, I mean, right before Omicron, it was going back in person in rooms and 
it will probably do that in the future. And that means I have to live here and yeah, you know, by coastal, blah, 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 but I will still be spending lots of time here and I don't like it. So my project in not resenting Los Angeles has been figuring out what to love about it. So mm. being by coastal really is in for 2022. <laughs> teams. You and I are on that zhuzh. I hate it here too. I'm moving back for sure. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but, but I will, but like understanding and working through those, and being like, mm. you know, this is the thing you can't change. Yeah. Mm. So figure out a new plan, bitch. Yeah. You can't I, just yeah. sit here and stew and hate where you live. Yeah. Walk around, find out where you go. What's the neighborhood you like? What's yeah. the beach that you like? You know, what's the what's the restaurant that you like? People and I, I keep asking people, what do you love about Los Angeles? Because mm. I need to figure that out. Let's go on a hike, Teebs. Okay. Um, Aww. have you watched? <laughs> Naomi Ekparrigan's special I did. on because she has the best thing to say about Los Angeles where she's just like when I moved to Los Angeles she's like I, this is how I know that LA people don't like LA she's like when I moved to Los Angeles I would ask people where to go what to do and they'd be like go to San Diego yeah. <laughs> go to Palm Beach go yeah. to all these other places she was like we don't she was like, when you come to New York, we're not like, bitch, have you been to Hoboken? Yeah. <laughs> New Jersey him. is nice this time of year. <laughs> yeah. so, shut the fuck up. One of us does love Asbury Park. I love Asbury Park. Mm. I, Teebs, really, what you said about um, your jitteriness and resenting your body made me realize that I have really struggled with resenting my body, both getting older and it's changing shape. And uh, in general, I have a lot of resentment for being a physical form. It's horrible being a physical form. And I really wish I didn't have that. Maybe you can death. <laughs> Maybe you can work through it. I, listen, I'm in therapy twice a week, baby. I'm trying. I mean, I sort of wonder if like something like, like a dance, like a dance class oh, or something. God. I don't know. <laughs> France face. Some... I don't know about dance class. <laughs> it might, it but... might not be pretty, but I'll take a figure skating class, then. Oh my god, Get I would love that. Body. I would love that. Oh my god, let's put it on. Let's put it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that, Dan. No let's... one. It's okay. Your phone can't handle the it. The thoughts anyway. on TikTok. Can you imagine? <laughs> we would look so old. Oh, yeah. old. oh my Fred, god. What about you? What do I resent about myself? That you di- that you wish you no. What do you resent that you wish you didn't resent? Oh, um, I mean everything. I wish I could eliminate resentment from my life. Like I think that there is so. I I sometimes do this like thing on my Instagram where I like give people bad advice, um, kind of like what we do here. <laughs> and, uh, and like I said, someone asked like, oh, like what's how do I stop like comparing myself to people. Uh, or to, to other queer people on social media. And I was like, delete Instagram. You'll save thousands in therapy. But it's yeah. like, I wish I could just enjoy Instagram, enjoy the things in my life that I enjoy without having that residual mm. ickiness of like what I don't have because I legitimately love social media so much. And I, mm. I hate to say that, but I really do. And I wish it didn't come with all this other shit that is so tied to our resentment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, I used to f- to to send us out. I have a question. Maybe is there some place in your life that you would have expected to resent and you don't? Because with me, it's exes. I don't mm. resent a single oh one of them. God. I don't have like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there was times I think that I was probably very angry about yeah. maybe how things went down, but I feel like with regard to relationships and even friendships too, I I'm generally 
more generous about people I've known. People on the street walking their dogs, uh, you are a two-dimensional cutout to me and I will be mad at you all day long. <laughs> There's no nuance, no humanity to yeah, you at all. But, but with like access, I just feel like, you know, it's not a crime that you didn't love me. Oh, you know, like it's and wow. it's not or, or that we passed by each other right. or that it was right person, wrong time or wrong person, yeah. wrong time. Right. Or I just feel like I've maybe I've internalized like self-help to that degree. But I, I definitely feel like it's no one's responsibility to be in a relationship with me. Yeah. You know, I resent the fuck out of my ex. <laughs> I resent anyone who doesn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. With me. <laughs> it's like literally same. so wild how people date other, other people, people. <laughs> instead when, of me when I'm on the top. Like, that's crazy like you have me as an option and you <laughs> pick that it's like wild i um oh, i God. am not at all resentful for the success of my friends uh mm. and i just like i feel no jealousy whatsoever mm. uh, for people who i love and but, that but what about people you don't love <laughs> oh then absolutely <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met somebody who my favorite thing is when my friends, when they meet each other and get along. Oh, yeah. That's I've amazing. known people who've resented when two of their friends yes, me too. get along. I lost a friendship oh. over that, yeah. actually. No. I don't get that at all. It's like it's like kinsmen. It's like we all vibe. I think, yeah. I honestly think, I mean, this is a whole other discussion. I think it has to do with ownership ownership territorial yeah. like territorialness and what and and the selves that we create with different groups of people. Uh, right. mm. I think that when you have a certain group and you you kind of everyone kind of chameleon you chameleon into that group and you go into another group when they mesh you're kind of like okay this thing that I've curated is out of whack and yeah. I can't control it. I yeah. think it's about control. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I don't I don't have that shit. I have a lot of resentments but not that one. Yeah. Um. Well, we've established that Zen Den has no resentments. <laughs> no Zen Zen. Zen, Zen, Zen. Very 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 few. But I wait. Sorry, can we? It's it's people that we. Oh, is there a, a resentment that and don't something you wished you didn't resent? <clears throat> no, 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 this one is um is uh, there were you surprised you, you, you don't resent? resent. You oh. you yeah. yeah, I thought that I would resent a little earlier on. Um, I thought that I would resent like peers of mine who who finished their books, sold their books before me, and I was surprised to find that I didn't. Mm. Um, because it 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 hadn't. I just hadn't gotten to that point where I was thinking really about all of that yet. And there it happened. And I, I was only excited for them. Um, and yeah, I just, in general, I prefer to live my life leaning into that. And so that's why I try not to carry presentments. Because things have a season. Things have a, yeah, yeah, they do. I'm feeling full, but like I could fit one more thing inside of me. Den knows how I feel. So to put the cherry on our top, once again, it is me, Tommy Teebs Pico. So recently, uh, The Meaning of Mariah Carey came out and I bought that, the audiobook. I read it. I listened to it. And I started to l- hear Fantasy by Mariah Carey in a much different way. And I think one of the things is that she does not get her due as a songwriter. True. Mm-hmm. True. And if you look at Fantasy... It was like given the context of when she wrote it, she was deeply under Tommy Matola's thumb, mm-hmm. living at, at what she called Hills Jail, Hillsdale, mm-hmm. Sing Sing is also right. what she called it. She could not be out of, it was a Phil Spector, Ronnie Spector situation. Yeah. She couldn't be out of Tommy Matola's presence. Anytime she went down to go to the kitchen, he, she would hear the intercom buzz and he'd be like, what are you doing? And she was like, getting orange juice. And he's like, okay, fine. So you have to understand that's the context in which she wrote fantasy. Wow. And when you read the lyrics... 
like feels like there's no beginning and there is no end feels like I'm dreaming, but I'm not sleeping. You know, like she was like, that's the liminal state that she was in and also not sleeping because she's famously an insomniac like me. Um, <laughs> and also like she, when she sings a part, like I'm in heaven with my boyfriend, my loving boyfriend, which is like, I like that's her dig at Tommy Mottola. Like not him. Yeah. Basically. And like, and the way that she sings it is like a lullaby, mm-hmm. you know, like, like a teenager would sing like my boyfriend, my loving boyfriend, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's deeply... I don't know if you would call it ironic, but it is not what the song sounds like it should right, be about. Right, right. And Damn. then when ODB came on with me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifiers because that because he was responding to the lullaby quality of right, of right, the right, thing. Right, right. And I just feel like it gave like that book and that reading gave me such an the, the dimension of that song became different. Mm-hmm. And I was just my my respect for her as a songwriter too went up when I was like because you I listen I'm, I was in what I don't know fifth grade something yeah. like that when that song came out and it was everywhere and it was just like this feel good summer anthem it and it's actually super mm-hmm. dark yeah, yeah it works on both levels yeah, yeah I, love, I need I love to that. I need to that, re-listen to that I need to read that biography yeah. I need to read that I need to listen to that audiobook because yes, I heard yes, it's yes, incredible yeah, 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 yeah it's great it's great and yeah and she and she she is I mean, I wouldn't say without ego in the book because that would be too audacious. But she's ex- <laughs> but she's extremely honest yeah. mm-hmm. about the events of her life that led to her being who she is, mm-hmm. and in a way that's like not vain. And mm-hmm. she's kind of famously vain. She's yeah, a diva. She is, yeah. she is a diva. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. this was it's her like no, no makeup, like precious yeah. performance. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's just very, very real. So get the meaning of Mariah Carey and listen to Fantasy again. Yes, I love yes. that. This episode of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rosé and our new home at Stitcher. Our producer is the Penny Alla Rosé herself, Alexandra De Palma. (laughs) Subscribe, rate, and review us five stars on iTunes, or we make Joe cry. Just kidding, he was doing that anyway. (laughs) I'm crying already. I'm crying right now. Yeah, you're going to have to give us a challenge, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tommy Teebs Pico. You can find me at HeyTeebs, H-E-Y-T-E-B-S on Instagram because I deleted Twitter and I might delete Instagram too. I'm Joseph Osmus and you can find me at www.josephosmuson.com where you can pre-order my new book Virology out in June. Uh, my name is Fran. You can find me at Fran Squishco on all social media and on my social you can also find my other podcast Like a Virgin with Rose Damien. Cheating on us. Uh, yeah, I have no one else in this podcast has ever done that before. <laughs> And I'm Den Michelle Norris, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Den Michelle. And um, subscribe to Electric Literature. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Gay Sluts Who Read, and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Food for Thought Pod. And finally, send your questions, thoughts, concerns, and dick pics to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com. As always, that's food, the number four, and thoughts spelled how? T H O T. You have it on purpose. This, this little bench. How dare you? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 